0: Welcome to the Gym Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Peacock. Today's show is brought to you by Gym Desk, the easiest gym management software you'll ever use. Take payments, create marketing automations, track attendance, and much more. To try the software out free, go to gymdesk.com. No credit card or painful sales call required. Our hero today is Master Andrew Cameron, who runs an organization called Wing Chung International with several affiliate clubs. We talk about how he manages all those clubs and what role he plays in the company. And we even discuss how his passion for cryptocurrency investment has helped him change the financial lives of both his instructors and student body so without further ado master andrew cameron so um who are you and what do you do <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right my name is andrew cameron obviously I'm, I'm i'm a wing chun guy and i've been a martial artist since school. The age of six when I started my first martial arts. So I started in Aikido at a local school like everybody else, mm-hmm. and then I moved on to boxing um, from eleven, and I did that for three years, and then I found um, judo, and I was a judo guy from <laughs> eleven to eighteen, and then at eighteen, with all the Bruce Lee movies and etc. happening, um, I actually found out about Wing Chun in um, next town. So obviously that started Wing Chun, gave up my judo, and then I was been Wing Chun all the time. So that was 1986 that I started Wing Chun. So that's, that's how old I am now. Getting, wow. getting there. So, and then I about three years later, that's obviously the late 80s, the recession hit, and I was making more from teaching martial arts as a passion. So I made that switch to full-time and I, and I swore then I'd never work for money. I just worked doing following my passion. So I got into martial arts um, that way. And then obviously I started building the organization um, I split up from my instructor after ten years with him, and then set up my own organization, which was um, at the time uh, under a different brand name and NWCA. We had, I think, it was up. We were up to about seventy-eight schools and two thousand students uh, spread out because they are all satellite schools. Wow. Uh, so we were one of the biggest Winchester schools um, in the country, and then it slowly, I, I slightly fell out of love. It moved to had a family, moved to Spain, and. Um, and still kept my hand in my Wingturn, rebranded back to where we are now, which is the um, Wingturn International. Uh, so, downsized it a little bit, and now looking to get back into it. And of course, what happened the last two and a half years, we can't go without missing, is that COVID hit, and so the expansion's yeah. not gone, got into it. So, we were expanding, because i come out of retirement, because my kids were younger, they have grown up to an age where they don't really need their dad around full time. And I've got to say, I love living in Spain. I would go there, come back to England, um, once a month to teach had schools in Germany, so doing more seminars, and the guys were coming to me for for private lessons in Spain, and I was doing summer camps. So obviously, because of COVID, that all stopped. So I just I relocated back to England and um, been ticking it over. And what I've seen from it is that the winter is it's not necessarily growing, but we the the level of what we are doing behind the scenes is it's, it's, it's gone up. And so martial arts. So since 74 in martial arts, 86, Wing Chun. And I I've, I play around with the, the jiu-jitsu a little bit, the ground fighting, because I do it at quite a high level. So yep. I've always enjoyed ground fighting. So I am incorporating the ground fighting element from judo and a bit of jiu-jitsu in the Wing Chun. But predominantly, we are a Wing Chun organization.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's really unique. I know a lot of the um, Wing Chun guys I've seen have been more like... they. Instead of integrating actual jujitsu and actual judo into their Wing Chun, they're like, "Oh, we do anti grappling," you know, so something that's kind of its own its own thing. Yeah, that's a,
1: that's, a, that's a marketing world anti grappling, but most of them have no clue. Um, I, it's a joke, and um, I mean, to be honest, my judo instructor was Brian Jack. So if you mm-hmm. Google Brian Jack, you'll see from the eighties he holds. I think he might still hold the world record for dips. He did a hundred dips in a minute. So he was a superstar. He was a legend uh, back in the 80s. And I think he did, he was 11 times British champion, uh, two times Olympian, and um, I think world champion, about five or something. So, and he was way behind uh, before his time, even before the um, grace of his judo mm-hmm. and his inspiration to talk to. And so I did my judo with him and, the, um, and my training partner or uh, he well, wasn't a partner, a training partner, he was my actual instructor that I did five hours of ground fighting with, was Chris Bowles. And he came forth in the Olympics, the worst position to ever come, but he's local <laughs> to me. And I used to do five hours with him. So I have a lot of ground fighting. And this is all just um, UFC 1, 2, and 3 when this when the UFC first came out. So this is yeah. when I was doing the ground fighting. So I was covering that um, there. So, but, but to be honest... Most of the Wing Chun guys that do ground fighting, doing this anti-ground fighting, have no experience on the ground and and wouldn't work against a a normal jiu-jitsu guy who's got two or three years if they get taken to ground. But the Wing Chun as a stand-up for the street, it's uh, it's amazing. Same as I would say a lot of guys that do jiu-jitsu, most clubs just do sports jiu-jitsu or just do the ground. They don't do the self-defense side. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at a match fight on the ground, then jiu-jitsu is far, far superior. But if you're talking about in the street, then Wing Chun, I think, has a lot more use than the, most of the jiu-jitsu it's taught out there because it's taught as a sport, not a self, yeah. as a self-defense. But yeah. I like both. But I'm, uh, but I'm a Wing Chun guy that plays at jiu-jitsu.
0: Yeah, uh, we, do, we used to do anti-grappling stuff. It says Taekwondo across my head. Um, I've done jiu-jitsu for years. I'm a blue belt in it now. Um, but I've done Taekwondo the longest. That's when I started. In. And that's, that's, uh, when I used to teach, that's what I taught. Um, and we, we had our, uh, our anti-grappling curriculum. And when I remember when I was coming up to the, the uh, colored belt ranks and, uh, and after, after getting into jujitsu, I look back on what, <laughs> on the things that I learned and it's like, um, this is never going to work This is not going to. This is not going to be great. Like, I think some of it probably wasn't even good for if the guy had no training, just because I remember when I used to practice it, like, and do it at a test, and the kids would actually try to get out or try to like Mm -hmm. hold mount or some other pin position. Um, It didn't work even back then. (laughs) No, no.
1: no, I mean, um, Taekwondo is an amazing system if you know the right people. And again, you've got too commercial. that's That's the problem with martial arts; it becomes MacDojo's. And it becomes too much about the money and not about the passion. And I got into martial arts as a youngster because I loved it, and -hmm. it just materialised that I could make a good living at it. But the problem is when you get to a higher level, what it does, it attracts the wrong people. It attracts people who are interested in the money side, and then the passion. Then it becomes about dojo, and it's not about grading, and it's just all about belts. And you can, and to be honest. I'm just as guilty as some of them in the uh, in, in a part that you 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 focus too much money on the money and rather mm-hmm. keeping the style in the system. But I've got a couple of friends who are, um, are very high up. Uh, one's an ex grandmaster, um, sorry, ex world champion at Taekwondo, uh, Kim Stones. He's based in Don, uh, Doncaster. Mm. Uh, another one that I see regularly, uh, Dave Martin. Uh, again, another grandmaster of Taekwondo. And so when I speak to them about Taekwondo. And they go back to the roots and they go, the the techniques, they were practical realistic. But if you're looking at sports taekwondo, again, that's something I'm not interested in at all. But But when you look at the fighting side, from all these arts there's always something to learn from and that's what i've learned when you get older it's not my gang's better than your gang is you know that movement okay let's take the bullshit how was that used and how was it practical because i'm not a a carter guy i'm not interested in carter. i want to know Mm -hmm. i want something practical realistic, and effective and so for me i'm not interested in having the biggest organization anymore i'm interested in making sure the quality and the standard is is the highest yeah, uh, and and, uh, and I do it more for myself. That's why I've, you know, I've, I've moved over a little bit to crypto because, um, in order to survive in this, these times at the moment, because the governments are, let's say, let's not talk about whether uh, four backs or anti backs I'm just anti lockdowns. I'm, I'm anti anything <laughs> that tells us what we should or shouldn't do. Yeah, right. uh, I'm healthy. Yeah. But again, you say, well, yes, it would be safety. Well, you can have an animal caged in a, a cage. Yeah, it's beautiful. But I like to ski. I've got more dangers of dying skiing. Yeah. Yeah. We've got more right. chance of uh, being thrown or breaking an arm or, or uh, getting contested in our martial arts than we have of COVID. So I don't have that fear element and I just want to live my life and do my things um, right, and right, without right. government. So right. you call me a little bit of an anarchist, but I just don't need these travel restrictions, um, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And so this has all affected our martial art business. But rather than get, um, I suppose, down on it, and what I I see is a lot of martial art schools are closing down. And it's a shame because, obviously, if you just travel down your high street and our high street, um, so many shops are closed. So you're seeing the effect. And, of course, that's going to transfer to the martial arts. And so we already seen it. We've seen numbers down on adults completely. Um, like adults are more demotivated, but as soon as they opened up again, the kids' classes are growing. and um, Because they want to get rid of the kids because they've had them at home. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's also the, uh, but you also have now the popularity of Jiu-Jitsu. That tends to be the the main um, adults are focused on Jiu-Jitsu. And I can see why, because I mean, I do judo. I like judo, but standing up and getting thrown is is damn scary. But as a young as an old older person on the floor lying down and having a laugh, I much prefer martial arts training than the gym. So, Mm -hmm. and I think I'm I'm re uh, looking at my guys and saying, right, look, January, yeah, we've got all this stuff. People go to the gym. They start the New Year's resolutions, but the most important thing they want to do is like. Go somewhere where there's none of this bullshit mask, all this shit, this rules and regulations. They just want to go trade and go home. Yeah. And and, yep. and that. So we, so we, we are from very early um, on, like, Keep the politics out of martial arts, yeah, and 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 keep the res- um, respect. So we don't use the word anti, um, you know, social distancing. Mate. How can you do? We don't, we don't. We never went down that route of keeping them, um, you know. Oh, just doing carters and stuff. I'm not having someone tell me how to teach. That's it. Yeah, I rather close the doors <laughs> and go yeah, So I, right. I, I fall into that bracket straight away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I tell my instructors um, as always. That, you know, it's their business. They've got to run it how they feel fit and free and how they want to do it. But um, I will never wear mask teaching. That's just me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah?
1: Yeah? And no one's going to tell me to put a mask on and touch hands, yeah? Um And then, so I, I never and I think that goes with a lot of martial arts and and when I look into it maybe go well yeah the, you know in the old days if you tr- practiced religion and that you got crucified and stuff so we can we can you've got to look for the, the good things to move on and I, th- and I think as we move on in martial arts we just need to adapt and evolve. Yeah. Smaller classes maybe. And in the UK, we can, we can charge more money because obviously we're way behind the price that we charge compared to where you do in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I still love my martial arts and I, and it's, I, uh, I look forward to um, um, teaching the guys. And I, I look forward to my training. I just suffer the weight bit. So I need to do a little bit more sweat session this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: So I know you said that you didn't want to run. You weren't interested in running the biggest um, organization and more. But I am curious. And and I I don't know if I thought you just mentioned where you were at a couple of years ago. But how many schools do you have as part of uh, Wing Chun International now? Or are they all satellite? Locations. There,
1: there. I don't hold a personal school. I just run the organization, so mm-hmm. I just do the curriculum and um, and I revalue the curriculum every single month mm-hmm. um, um, from there. So we have twelve months, twelve grades. We're a twelve grade system. So I look at in taking it deeper. So I just want to teach the instructors. So mm-hmm. I teach once a month, three days, which is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and um, um, and the instructors they just pay me a nominal fee for that, and they can come to all those lessons. Uh, from there, so what the, the 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 lockdown has done is forced me to record those lessons and put them online,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: actually that's probably the good thing that's come out of it is that we have now fifteen or sixteen hundred videos all online. And now I've just got one of my instructors now who's like. He obviously, um, trying to put it in a format that's better than just saying right. It was this week, this month, uh, that month was this yep. training. That month, he's actually categorizing it so people could search what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So it has we have hours and hours. So it's really to to so now. if I want you to franchise out bigger and explode bigger and have loads of schools up there. So the guys that I have in Germany have a big school about. I think in Germany they have between it was it was about four hundred or five hundred students. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and that th- for them it's perfect because I, they obviously can't come and see me every single month but they can come and see me two, three times a week but what they can uh, sorry two, three times a year but what they can do is view the lessons um, online so we're in a situation now where you know once this, this all clears up we will be able to expand and grow um, quickly so other Wing Chun schools looking to join us and looking for a, a, a step-by-step system that, mm-hmm. that they really can progress will be very, very easy and a system where it's really fair, so it's not just the top guy that makes money, the school owner can make money, whereas uh, too many of the organizations, they pay too much and they get um, nothing back for it, really.
0: Yeah, that's a definitely a big problem. So you kind of, I think you kind of touched on, my next question was, how are those schools run? So is it... Um, is there a mix of like people who are pre-existing Wing Chun schools and they can come in and then you have ones that were kind of started as part of your organization and they're managed? I've, by- never,
1: I've, I, I've never ever recruited out or expanded. And, um, I've never stole other people's students. So all our mm-hmm. instructors have always been um, produced within. Uh, we have a different culture. I don't have... Um, big organization culture. I'm more uh, decentralized. That's why you'll find that crypto suits me so much (laughs) uh, um, from there. But I did merge with a big organization, uh, the EWTO, which is one of the biggest organizations in Wing Chun organizations. And I was the UK representative. So my organization joined theirs and we were the biggest school in the UK. But we took on their culture and their culture wasn't us. So after about 12 years with them, that's when I decided to have my little sabbatical and away, and it's and then I had to fall in love with my with my martial arts again because it became too much about the commercial, come too much about the money, and it was never all about um, the martial arts. And it's always been for me about the martial arts first and the business second. So how we run our schools, I keep it very, very, very simple. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't say the technique has to be like this. I give you a concept, and you can teach that concept in many different ways. Mm-hmm. So we have a very stru- structured system. Um, uh, that's easy to look, very easy to learn, mm-hmm. and it still allows for the instructor to develop. So, the problem is a lot of mars- uh, big organizations is well, I'm the top guy, you're here, and of course, you're never going to be better than me. Mm-hmm. But surely, your job your job as an instructor is to make your students better than you and to let them go. But the money side gets into it because they say, well, you've got to pay my instructor, you've got to do this instructor. So, we keep it very, very simple. Yeah. Um, so, Again, you, see, you know, I've done the old school billing where you charge them for billing and you keep control of them. So it's all about control. So if they leave, leave you, if they then they, they financially, yeah, um, they lose out. So I took all that away. So when I re looked at building organization again, I wanted to take all that control away. So that's one of the reasons why I uh, I used yours yourselves. So now it's Martial Art Rails is the company I joined. But what's the new name now? <laughs> Gym Desk, Gym Desk, yeah. So Gym Desk, yep. um, and I, and I tried a lot of um, um, a lot of um, a lot of um, packages, and of course, it just didn't suit me. But yours um, was really easy, and I, I liked the way it was that we kept the control, we collected the money, uh, and you just gave us the the, the the website that we can do bits and pieces, so that it allowed us, to, and especially small schools, to grow and mm-hmm. not big schools. and because. Um, obviously a lot of billing companies they do they take a lot of money and do nothing for it
0: yeah uh yeah i used to teach in a little tech club and i used uh, one of the bigger ones and it's like it was confusing and outdated and slow and then on top of that if you want to do anything extra at all email marketing any of that kind of stuff it was like an extra integration you had to pay for every single thing so it absolutely i i definitely i definitely understand that um i I've, have you have you used the like the multi location? Because I know that we have we have where you can manage multi multiple
2: locations. Yeah, That's Yeah, been useful that, to you?
1: Uh, yeah but basically, what we we actually got bespoke um, service. Um, I don't know if you know with martial art rail or gym gym desk. We actually have the bespoke service, so we actually have ours on our own server. So when it, when it actually comes out our branding, so it comes up as Winchester Group. So oh. we. are so we actually, and I, I with Aaron, I managed to um, negotiate a price. And again, he's never been um, about the price. With Aaron, Aaron's always been there, serviced it. So you know, I'm a raving fan of the company, and that's um, and that's why we use them. Um, and so. We, we, and I like that we can open up, we can, I can add extra gyms very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many things that have happened in the last two years. I have no <laughs> clue what's in the back office, but I know from two years ago when I wanted those things, they were going to come. But again, yep. it's forced um, Aaron to step his guy, uh, his game up. Absolutely. And I know a few, of my, a few of my guys are using it. So some of my guys know how to use the back office better than myself. And again, you know, um, it's, it's really, it's really easy. I mean, the website, You can, I can have a website up and running in five minutes for another school and uh, yeah. you know, I can put a new grading system up in 10 minutes. It doesn't take long to learn the system and now some of the other systems I've learned, the learning process is so, so painful Yes. Um, that- and for most people who are martial artists it doesn't get it but I've not had any of my team that's not been able to learn how to use this um, really quickly I think I have the hardest problem setting up an email address and connecting the email (laughs) address and a lot of times if I ever have any issues I just give Aaron an email and normally he replies really quickly and I like that he's quite happy to take emails off my team rather than just from me. Uh, so, again, that all comes down to uh, if I don't need to deal with it, it's even better. But to set up clubs and have my satellite clubs, they've really enjoyed it. The hardest thing for me is, is, is literally um, having to go online and wait for them to give me the code to, lo- to link it to their Stripe account because we use Stripe. So we don't do any mm. manual payments. Most of us take the Stripe payments. Now, some of them don't like the Stripe payment because, obviously, um, they um, there's a delay of five days and payment. I said, well, that's just part of the system because you're taking credit card payments, yeah. etc. And of course, for me, I'd like to have the um, when Stripe will actually do the euro because at the moment it's okay because most of my schools are in the UK. Mm-hmm. But for places like Germany, Slovakia, the when it's when they can do the euro, it'd be very very helpful because obviously the more you make it automated, the more you can focus on the martial arts.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, it's it's. it's- Design, it's the best one I've ever seen personally, and it's designed to be as easy as possible to use, um, mm. as well as the fact that it's built on more current technology than a lot of the other systems are. They have great yeah, websites, but they don't, yeah, but they don't, um, once you get on the back end, it's like, oh my goodness, I think I've been had. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah,
1: the back office is, um, is um, uh, most of them are actually t- uh, uh, terrible, or you have to be an IT guy to, in order to know how to use it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so on, on that note Jim Desk I would say is definitely I haven't checked um, recently but in the last two or three years when I started looking at it, I did look at and I'm a researcher so I, I'm not someone that says oh I just looked for five minutes I've tested and, and, and met the team and spoken yep. to people used it and uh, you know and it's not that I don't know how to run of ma- um, a successful martial arts school I had the most successful martial arts school for two years in the UK and mm. we were taking serious serious money um, uh, um, in the, back in the old days I think my my top grossing month was 108,000. Wow. Uh, so, so, on average, we're doing 56,000 per month. Um, and that's pounds, not dollars or euros or whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah, so, so now I don't even do nowhere near that. Yeah. No, mm. we're not even. <laughs> I don't even make a living from it now. So, I had time out. But it disease just making the money doesn't make you happy. Yeah. You've got to have the passion for martial arts. And mm. what I see a lot of the time when I walk into schools now and you can see the at Dojo once because it's not because they, they don't like the martial arts. they just they got some of the schools, they've got some of the young kids teaching the kids. And for me, when you're teaching young kids, uh, apart from the life skill, which I think Taekwondo do really well, the kids love um, the grappling. That's why Jiu Jitsu and Judo do really well. And when I look, look at teachers, I look at Judo teachers, they still enjoy being on the floor with the kids because they're rolling with the kids. Yeah. Whereas I watch a lot of the Taekwondo uh, guys. They've they're burnt out from maybe doing chasing the money doing so many classes yep. and that but I don't see the same from judo and Jiu-Jitsu classes yeah. for kids talking about yeah because yeah. uh, most of the, ch- the taekwondo um, they still enjoy teaching the adult classes on the instructors so for me I do, I, do, I only teach my um, adults but I've um, but I've got most of my guys saying look incorporate more of the ground fighting for kids because it's natural for kids to wrestle not punch
0: absolutely yeah. So, that, uh, yeah. With the Taekwondo so instructors, I know that because I'm—that's my world. That is, you're—you're you're correct there that they get, um, they get too interested in the money, and then they get disinterested in the training, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they stop teaching so much. So you—you—they have all these, you know, a lot of them are really—they're very young people, uh, running most of the class, and maybe they'll show up for a piece of, you know, the master will come out with his belly hanging out or whatever to, to show a piece of curriculum for five minutes and uh, you know, bark at some of the students and then he'll leave. And then the, uh, the, the uh, the younger, the younger instructor will take over the rest of the class. And uh, I just, I personally just never wanted to be that master. <laughs> I uh, If it gets to the point where I'm only running a martial arts business, like remotely, and I'm, only the the figurehead so to speak and i'm not teaching the students anymore i think it's about time for me to retire because that's never why i wanted to do it and certainly um not where i want to find myself in in uh, old old age
1: <laughs> yeah i mean we, we teach i mean to be honest I, I teach for the love of it not for the money so that yeah. when, when you make money it's something you do it's great and i always tell people there's other ways to make money that are far easier if you're looking for the money, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but again, that's why people go into multi-gins because they have the skill level the management skill, and so they can do these multi things. And but again, they have to have a, a system in place that also does the quality check. But again, if you've got a first technician or first black belt, a first degree black belt. EO needs to be a first or second uh, degree black belt in order to teach, so you can have right. them coming through. But in order to progress, it, you need to keep moving them up. But the problem is, these these when you've got a system and you've got five people coming up, these first degree they don't need to really have to have another level. They just need to have another degree in order because of seniority. So they're not improving their martial arts done on their teaching or or their service to the game. So they're losing that path, but it always has to be someone in martial arts who's taking the martial arts to another level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the wake-up call was obviously the Gracies in the, um, the late 80s with the jiu-jitsu. But now look at it, when you look at the jiu-jitsu, I mean, in the UFC and that, uh, if you just have jiu-jitsu, you're, 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 you're pretty much um, yep. uh, stupid. You need to have the stand up brain. You've got to have an, all- be an all-rounder um, from there. But again, you're still going to take that knowledge. There's still the knowledge missing for the street, yeah, because obviously you've got the pre-fight, you've got the dialogue. Because the time someone actually throws a first punch in a uh, a UFC fight, the fight is actually over in the street. Yeah, you know, the posture and the psychology of fighting is so much is so important, and that's the element that I think is missing if you just do sports side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where the boxing is because I think t- what I learned from a lot of Taekwondo tig- you know, tig- guys is all these personal development stuff. So we brought that in over from America, mm-hmm. and that was very, very good to bring. And that's uh, so again, you need to keep upgrading your martial arts and everything that you have the best knowledge. And so the wing chun I teach today is completely different to the wing chun that I learned back in the 80s. Yeah. And the same as I see from the judo, what's, what I, how I learned my judo and what they teach today is different. And so when I see what the um, the, the they're teaching um, and that. Um, so, you know, we do need this young blood coming through and obviously people take it to another level. And, of course, I, I think martial arts is going through a hard time throughout the world because, um, you know, social distancing, you know, lockdowns and stuff, and people mm-hmm. just have nothing. Yeah, but, again, they'll never, ever stop people who are really martial artists doing this. So, for me, we have to make the new big as the new small, which means teaching more private lessons, smaller lessons, you know? For so my guys is like, you guys, my guys know that, okay, no matter what the government says, yeah, call me if you want to learn. Or teach, yeah.
2: <laughs> There's yeah, a lot I of
1: that going I mean, on over here too. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah. But before everybody took the surf one seriously. So yeah, you know, um, I will always train because why? Because my wellness is so much more important than being mentally strong. And I get that through training martial arts. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so for, for me during lockdown, yeah, we were just um, we were shooting videos and having a laugh. And I, to be honest, I was sleeping on the gym floor. I I can't say I loved it. It was it reminded me of the back of the old days. Yeah. You know, when you uh, when I was a youngster, you know, your dream is to build a mar- big martial arts school. Of course, we didn't have any students and instructors to turn up, but we were shooting videos for our business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we were practicing all the um, the, the the BS rules. But of course not, but we, we, we just get on with it. You, you wanted to, Wing Chun is a, is a, is a, is a combat. Martial arts is com, is, is contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This idea that you can do judo with a mask on and that I just like, it just makes me laugh. So yeah. if, and, um, in putting that fear into the students, they for me, they're not the real martial artists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real, real martial artists would have just continued training and, um, yeah. and, um yeah but again if you're running a big school and and you you've got five or six people to do a living with then obviously they've got to do what's best for them you know and of course the parents say well if you're not going to do this well i always say to people look the ones who want to train will train the ones who are telling you oh what's the social distance with they're already pissed off and they're isolating yeah so let's just be a place where people can come and be normal Mm -hmm. yeah And so, so, for me, the new small the new biggest new small, so private lessons, small groups, and offering better service. and just like you've done with martial or Rail sorry gym Deum, uh, you've had to up your grain, and that's no different from what we've had to do. so we've put the the foundation in in awesome. upgrading our program, and now we're ready to um, to launch it more once we know this um, that these restrictions go because with a continuous open and closing. January, as you know, is a um, is a month where we can actually sign up a lot of students. Mm-hmm. However, with Boris threatening lockdown before, thanks to Boris, I didn't vote for him. Wouldn't never vote for him. Yeah, <laughs> a, um, a, um, an act, um, being an idiot, he puts the fear of people. So people already um, starting to know so you can't plan your holidays. So for me, I say sorry. I booked my Easter holiday. I booked my skiing holidays. So I've had to cancel so many times, and uh, things are travelling. It coming more and more, so you just got to work with it. Yeah, you, know, you have to adapt and change. That's what your martial art teaches. So for me, when I walk through my door and, and I teach, I'm just uh, Mr. Positive, and I enjoy being around the guys. And so we—that's we, what's kept most of us sane um, from that. So I mean, as Wincham and growing more and more schools, it's not something we're looking to do right now because we're not getting that new blood coming through. But the standard. Is coming out, so we had a hard lockdown. I suppose for one year, so where the the actual martial arts was going down, but we were doing a lot of the um, stuff behind the scene. But the guys now started coming back into training, mm-hmm. so we're now at the the, the qualities going. So I've got a young team, but we're we're we I I think uh, you know if we come out of all this and we and, and, and the world wakes up, then obviously we're only going to be going a big a good stead to grow it. Yeah. Uh, and then if other guys want to get into it, to the wing Chun then I uh, then they can have a look at it. But right now for my career, as I've I had to adapt and a change, I've moved over to crypto. And mm-hmm. I was to, um and that's because we were told to lock down. I said, No one's telling me who I can or can't see. Yeah, if you want to sell me who I can or can't see, come arrest me and feed me three days a uh, days give me three meals a day and a roof over my head. But otherwise <laughs> you, yeah yeah i have no illness yeah um and that's so unless i'm ill i never i never catch anything and to be honest i haven't caught it and um just so everybody knows i am an unvaxxed as if so you, you know, i have good immune system loads of people have had it around me yeah i don't know anybody personally that's died from it again all i care about is the restrictions and the mm-hmm. restrictions are yes so unless you had and so i realized uh, two and a half years ago, uh, three years ago, that we, we're coming to a situation is that like, because I'm not ruled by money, I'm ruled by lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, um, I give you an example. I separated um, from the mother of my children in 2011, and I decided, sort of, yeah, in order to focus on something good, I decided to walk and trek to the North Pole, uh, North Pole. So I trekked 400 kilometers to the North Pole. Wow. So that took 27 days. It uh, cost me a tooth, you know. They charge you 80, 80, 80 euros to remove a tooth, and a thousand to put one back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I normally don't go to the dentist. And then I, I decided to row across the Atlantic um, in 2016 um, to 17. So I like my little venture. That took me 53 days. That's 3,000 kilometers from from um, Lagomera over um, off, um, near Tenerife to Antigua um, and that. So. I like these challenges, and and the thing is, you have to adapt to the change. So I realised that just with all these testings that you're doing, you are doing, you're you're looking at an average person needs another three hundred pound just for tests to go abroad now. Yeah, mm. and then if uh, and if you're not vaxxed, you're going to have to quarantine for ten days. So I realised from day one, this they're trying to destroy destroy the uh, middle class, and yeah. unless you have money, you are going to be really thinking. And I looked at. What I was earning in martial arts 10, 15 years ago to what I'm earning now, and most martial artists I know in the game who are coming into to my age and, and older, all of them are not earning what they were earning 10 or 15 years ago. So the inflation is really, really hitting. And we're going to see more and more that's hitting more and more people, the inflation. So, and I wasn't allowed to see people. So a, a couple of uh, martial artists and myself, um, old boys, we, we met up. And then we um, started talking about crypto because we got into crypto in 2017 and we did one of these M&L systems mm-hmm. uh, back then. And so um, I put 15 in and, and I built it up to 65 and, got, and it all, got it all lost. But I always believed in crypto, uh, which is Bitcoin. So I decided that we'd meet together. And, um, and from doing that, I just called us the stray dogs.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> it,
1: we, the group was, we meet every Wednesday, we still meet every Wednesday, so I'll be meeting guys tomorrow, we just met up. And over the years, I asked more and more people asked me, and just like um, um, from them, I just started putting it into a system. And if I think about um, how we invest, it was I just had one thing. If you know nothing, just buy Bitcoin, yeah? Um, and, and where's the money better on? Yeah, whose wallet? My wallet, your wallet. So I would hand them. Um, and that's so the more you know about crypto, you need to take keep control of your money and how you keep control of it. And and so and I started meeting uh, people and started getting more of my instructors in it. And they're all starting to put money in there. Explain them, um, reading, 20 which books to read. So we talked about financial education, uh, and then we, about a year and a half ago, we went completely just all crypto. And then I started to write, uh, building a course and making a white belt to black belt in crypto Obviously, I Everything you need to know to get you safe safe, safe, secure and profitable in crypto in fifteen steps. Cool. So we have these yeah. fifteen steps now. So white um, white belts all about Bitcoin. Uh, Blue belt is is all about altcoins. Um, Your, um, what's it, um, Purple Belt is all about DeFi because there's no romance without finance. Brown Belt is all about mining. um, And at the fifth level is all about uh, Black Belt's trading and leverage trading and how you can do that. And everything is about how to keep you safe, secure and profitable. And so it it can be taught very, very quickly because, and I realized that most of my guys have teaching skills that are transfers up verbal and all these YouTubers that are on there, and you get to realize these YouTubers are these pump and dump on um, on there because d- I chased all these coins. And if I realized that back in 2017, if I just bought Bitcoin, held Bitcoin, I would be far, far better off than doing a swapping and changing in it. So, yeah learning teaching people how to invest in crypto safely and secure and profitable is another niche market that we can move into and mm-hmm. i um so most of my guys i started realizing they started having some money behind it because they were investing in crypto and so i thought well you know what why don't we make our money in my um in crypto and also and, and then just keep the martial arts for the soul yeah so we still mm-hmm. teach it and, and we can do it so um, and it's only literally last month we started uh, building the brand and uh, building it out, out from there. And we started to sign clients up on it. So I'm building this course now to offer to other martial artists, whoever has a gym, that they can have now have a plugged in system that, uh, over a weekend, they can learn the whole thing and then they can actually. Offer it to their clients because I don't want to do this online training stuff. I want to do eyeball to eyeball, so build a community. So when we teach, because mm-hmm. I think the only way you can really learn crypto is to have someone there with a computer there, right next to you, typing it in with you. So we have a trainer buddy system. So now, my most, my, we got two. Um, we got a school coming up in Cyprus. We got um, one in Dunstable. Dunstable's already signed five people up in December. Now, so what we're doing is, um, we, we, I mean. I haven't printed a manual, but basically, let's see if it can transfer so you can see it. We put the course together, so it's literally it's not going to be a, a heavy manual because a lot of it is just a t- ten tasks that you need to do. You tick yep. off with your with your with your buddy. So once we tick it off, you get your belt and you're ready to go on. Doesn't mean you're going to learn everything you need to know in a weekend from, um, from doing the course, but you'll get the basics that you need. And you'll right. get to know how to search um, and you get to know what's a scam and what isn't a scam. And of course, we have regular meetups. And it's uh, a game. And of course, if they if people make money, then they have money to invest in their martial arts because if they like the um, crypto, they come in there. So it's a secondary income or it's a system that most school owners can plug into their into their curriculum already if they're into into Bitcoin. Um, and, and it allows um, them... Um, um, the the development because it doesn't have to be my way so it's all decentralised so we um, that's all set up so and of course we're using guess guess what which system we're using to build it on um, <laughs> martial art about so we're using the gym desk to actually yep. set up the schools why because because it doesn't cost me anything to have those schools set up. They're with the stripe. yeah. And then, Of course, you need some bit of IT just to change the um, the domain name, because obviously mm-hmm. it otherwise it's a safe churn. But again, that's just minor thing. So we give them a website, everything, and that's because we're using your systems, because it doesn't have to just be martial arts. It does actually um, yeah. um for everything else. And the back office... It's really, really good. Uh, yeah. If you've not used it, you should try it. Yeah, yeah
0: you should absolutely try it. Uh, that's amazing. So it actually sounds to me like, um, and that that's a, that's a great inventive use, you know, way to, to use the membership software for more than just martial arts. But it sounds like the crypto has become a way, almost like a program for your ins- people that that already work for your in, inside of your organization to help them be able to. Um, Gain some financial freedom while and then and then kind of just teach Wing Chun mostly out of uh, their passion for the martial art rather than worrying about making making most of their income from that. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, that's the way I'm going with it because mm-hmm. um, it will bring a different type of clientele obviously to the game. Yeah, um, and of course, for me, I just wanted to work with the instructors and people who have passion for the martial arts side um, as opposed to. Teach the business side of martial arts. I mm-hmm. still like it, but I don't want to have to do the phone calls and you know the missing and action calls. I've, I've done all that. <laughs> I've Not yep. the, the crypto means that I I can go around and network people um, from a different caliber because I, I I do like what the crypto represents. I don't like the financial world, you know, the property development world and stuff. I, I, they're a bit boring in the way. From mm-hmm. crypto is such a young crowd. And, um, and what it represents, I'm really interested in. So um, from that point of view, it's, it's really different. But to give you a perspective is that if the money you can make in crypto is completely different to what you can make teaching martial arts. And this program that, they, they, that these school owners can bring in is completely different. For example, most of my guys here, I don't know how it works in the United States, we're not doing all this paid and full stuff where they pay for a program for two years, three-year program they pay today. Yeah. I did that and I got burnt doing that. That's how I managed to hit the big targets because then you have that liability to serve. So I'm not into this. I much prefer what we call account receivable, the monthly fees. Mm -hmm. But we do do a down payment now. So I think nowadays we have to have a combination of down payment and uh, paid in fulls because we're coming to the age where people don't want to have a commitment of a year or two years. So therefore, if a new student walks in the door he goes, oh, I want to become a martial artist, I think we have to take a large payment of them because, the time, because that's when they're most enthusiastic. So I never thought I'd go back to that way where we should be looking at larger down payments and then the monthly. And, and I always like the monthly because I always like to know I have enough coming in to pay the bills and pay the staff. Yeah. And I think that's something um, that we should always... But when you go completely paid in full, there's something wrong. If you just go monthly, I don't think you can survive unless you're doing down payments. So I've not really talked much in the martial art game to see what other people are doing, but you should be doing a combination of a little bit of paid in full. So mm-hmm. if someone comes in as a basic program, if it's £300 or £400, you take 300 or £400, and then charge them £50 a month after they've done a certain amount of weeks, this is more... But again, if you've got people that are c- coming in and out, if you take a year payment off them and then we shut down for two months and you just add it onto their two months there, but the monthly, they don't cancel a month. So for example, I use a different system with my school owners and my instructors. I charge just a flat fee, and um, which is uh, for my old guys, it's £50 a month, but they can come to all my seminars and it's all inclusive. Mm-hmm. So if they don't see me year, they get all the back office, but if they wanted to buy all that, and if I want to just come for one weekend, then the weekend is about three hundred pounds, so it's really cost-effective because it's not about the money um, now because yeah. I have a relationship with them. So I'm after that long-term um, uh, residual and the relationship. And I see so many relationships in martial arts are ruined because of the the, the 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 money side. So there's not a right or wrong way, but you need to know which type of school you are. And right now, have accommodation. So now what we're doing is we have a five, um, it's a five thousand pound program for crypto. So mm-hmm. if you're signing someone up for 5,000 and you're signing a student for 50 pounds, there's a massive difference. Yeah. Yeah. So if a school gets, um, for example, if a school signs five people up, they get um, they get most of the money. Um, we have a way of split, I just get 20%. So they would get the 4,000. So for example, school signs five people up, That's 20,000 that comes into their school. Of course, they have to service that liability because they've got uh, to actually put that program together. Yes, they can be taught online, but nothing beats a buddy system and the community that you meet with other crypto guys in a room. And you have a desk because they have location and they work with you. Mm -hmm. And through that, you'll build a various... It's not about big... to, to build it up massively and teach it all online and take the big money. There's too many people that do that a lot better themselves. But what we do is the buddy system. Mm-hmm. And so, most of my guys, if they sign one or two people up a month, it's life changing money. So, it's an opportunity for people that want to get into crypto um, or into martial arts and don't have an income and they still, they still want to do it. This can change their life um, overnight by t- using their teaching skills to teach it. So that's why we, we, we've got a white belt to black belt. And of course, if anybody is interested in um, that um, wants to add this program, I don't care if they're Taekwondo based. All I care is that if they have integrity. And they have integrity I'm having to teach them the course. Yeah. Um, and that, so the, the train buddy system really, really works. And that's where I'm really focused. Plus I'm focusing on um, my own training uh, more this year. So not necessarily growing the organization, but looking to grow the the uh, the crypto because I, I see that we have got this BS in, in this world happening for another two or three years. Yeah. If you, if you listen to Rich Dad Poor Dad, yeah, he, he says now that you have you should have what does he say? Gold and silver. Uh, uh, so there's four things you have: gold, silver, Bitcoin, and bullets. Yes.
0: <laughs> I read that book but, um I think the bitcoin's newer addition to that list but yeah
1: that was yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <yep.
0: laughs> Absolutely. Um I actually wanted to that's excellent points there on on really on how to help your instructors and that's an inventive and, and very creative way to do that. Um and and other ways to to find money in your business too to to help support yourself as well as help your students out. <laughs> um I wanted to switch gears and actually, because I'm interested to know um, what what you're looking for when you open new locations, or at least when you did it in, in the past. Like when you're looking to expand, like what are the things that, that need to be in line? What are you looking for?
1: Well, right now, if I'm looking to new locations, I'm looking for areas that um, um, other martial artists have given up. Yeah, <laughs> bad enough and ready to close it because maybe they hit, they've reached that age. Where their retirement age, where they're saying, oh, it, they don't want to give it up. The young guys don't want to take it because they owe the responsibility, and then there's not just not enough money in it for them. They have health issues, and then maybe they want to close their school down. So the opportunity is to, co- co- is, is to call up a lot of um, schools, mm-hmm. martial arts schools that maybe are only operating open one or two days a week. Yeah, yeah. but they've got full time locations, and then see if you can get get into a full time location. Because they've lost the desire. That, that allows opportunity. Also, if more people close down, the ones that do stay will make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's why you'll see more kids coming, which means that we need to look at doesn't mean we have to charge rate. We still have to raise our own stuff. but to look for locations. Yeah, I would say for a lot of my guys, this is a great time to rather work out of um, you know sports halls and uh, church halls is, uh, um, and venues. But to find a full time location because now the landlords are desperate to have someone in there. They'd rather have someone in there paying mm-hmm. something than nothing. So yeah. there are opportunities. So, you know, the word crisis comes with two things. One's an opportunity. So they have to look for this opportunity. And yeah. if they have not been taught with the um, the life skills and the, and the personal development, just taught martial arts, that's why it gives up. That's why they give up. But Wing Chun teaches you, and of course, martial arts in general teaches you. Uh, to perseverance. I mean, yeah? I mean, you probably got taught that as a Taekwondo guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Word of the word of the week. We used to have all those things. You know, word of the week. You know, but why don't you practice what you preach? So right. uh, you know, for me, it's a it's, it's a great opportunity to to just expand. If I was 20-30 years younger, I'd be looking to open up 20-30 clubs. Yeah, you know, look to have six months no uh, no payment. So you negotiate. Yeah, maybe you've got one of your students who's who's got a um, a venue. You don't need a big venue to to be successful. Yeah, you don't have to have. Yeah, the UFC has a lot of money. Yeah, so you've got these UFC um, uh, venues coming. But again, people want to be treated as people. Yeah, they don't want to be a number. Yeah, all this automated where you can't even talk to the person. We've gone through that. Yeah, there's enough of the big companies, but. This this micro um, schools and having smaller schools and being a, new, um, a smaller one, you don't need the big schools like you had to in the past because you need to pay the the bills. I think we're going to go smaller, and and have a relationship with your students, so know all your students. So schools that have got a hundred students, hundred and twenty students, three hundred students are far far better than schools that have got six, seven, eight hundred or thousand students. Yeah, I think those ones are going to be harder. I think a hundred students, a school with a hundred students can give uh, give their instructor a great lifestyle. I always I always work on 75 students, yeah, can give you a living, yeah, and then you back it up with private lessons. So private lessons is worth like four students. So that's how I'd work it out. So if you have, and if you're doing over 120, 150, you have a good lifestyle. After 120 to 150, you need a second instructor uh, uh, on the payroll. So that's why I've always worked it. So this is why I think, in the old days, you know, you were always looking at two hundred twenty two, two hundred twenty students per 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 location uh, for one in one master instructor and an assistant, um, and that. but I think you have to have that relationship where you know your students, and you know, you really know the names, you know what they do, and you got to care about them. But as soon as you make them just a number, that's where I think the issue will come, and then you've got that massive turnaround. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, from, for example, I was surprised that in this lockdown, I mean, I don't have um, that many instructors underneath me. I think I've got about 33 or 34 instructors. So I just teach the instructors. Uh, but I lost two instructors hmm. in the, in the two, two years. And so I, I get them when they become um, a, a blackmail. So normally the instructors train them, and then I, I teach the instructor. So I, I teach the university level, and I enjoy that. That's why I do it once a month. And um, and from there. So right now, um, what I would do is I would look for locations that um, that they're not operating seven days a week. Mm. Yeah, and see if and see if the instructor wants out, or he'll give you two or three of those days. Yeah, yeah, because and every building is empty. Just just get on the phone and see if you can get in there. Yeah, because yeah. Um, on the high street instead anyway so to be somewhere where you can have parking so i would definitely wouldn't look for schools on the high street anymore i always look for somewhere where they, they can park for free because as soon as you go into multi-story places where you paid two or three pounds for parking you're going you put another object object in there where um where people who are tight for money are not going to be bringing their kids along absolutely
0: so with your with your instructors, you mentioned before that you do um, like a three day once a month you do like a three day um, workshop. Are there any other ways that you keep them sharp and keep them continuing to learn? Like, do you have a set instructor curriculum that they have to 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 walk through? Like, what does it look like to become an instructor
1: and then to continue to be an instructor with? Your organization. Yeah, well, basically, we, we, I mean, we have a uh, 12 steps to get to your black belt, roughly. And then we have a, 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 a we call it technicians. So not black belts, mm-hmm. our technicians, the master level, there's five degrees to master level. And obviously, you've got time served in there. And obviously, you have to come to, um, to seminars. So rather than just have programs written online, or just a tick syllabus, I want to see it because I want to have that relationship. So just as if you went to university, you can do it online. So again, we built that online now. So we have 1,500 videos, whatever it is, online or 1,500 hours online. So we have so many videos you can watch online. Plus, you need to come and, um, to these weekend seminars um, and, and, of course, do enough of these seminars to actually partial curriculum, so we have uh, certain things that you have five areas that we cover in each curriculum, but the um, testing is more module based. So it's about time time coming to, to the seminar and 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 um, and and actually practicing their martial arts. So not just go on, just learn it online, but they need to come and see me so we can see what the character development etc. So we're still a, a young um, organization, of course. When I give out the SIFU title, which is Um, saying i recognize them as a teacher that one they don't pay for that's still done to me believing that you are um so there's no qualification for that so i still think i want to keep that element in there but for the testing yeah so for, for 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 the purpose of anybody who wants to follow our curriculum and go and who is a martial artist then they would pay a monthly fee they would have access to all our all the past lessons in the background so all those hours and then they can t- they can also attend a, um, a the the weekend workshop and of course once i produce a master they will also be able to do their master classes in their area so that the idea if i was going to build it up nice big there's one in the uk there'd be one in spain there'd be one in each one of the countries if we got bigger there'd be one somewhere in the world happening every weekend and that would be included I just have to book in um, uh, because obviously everybody, everybody's paying a monthly fee, and then I would have someone employed to take those master classes that who's purely and 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 we have this idea: I teach you, you teach two other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this idea of being selfish, and I, I never want to see a white belt uh, two white belts together. I always want to see the black belts running over to take a white belt because you can learn so much by putting back. So, uh, I think it was. Um, um, I don't know if you know the Taekwondo guy, uh, yeah, Master Bill Clark.
0: Yeah, I've, I started in the. Yeah. I started in the ATA. Yeah, or, Originally, yeah.
1: I originally, I, I went over to see him. Um, oh, way back um, um, when when they had the math system um, announced. That, so that's just when the dual yeah. page system I was invited to go over. Um, where was it? Is where's he based? He's based on the east coast. Oh, he's in. Uh, I'm fairly certain he's in
0: North Florida. Yeah, Jacksonville and
1: Jacksonville, that's maybe Tallahassee. Jacksonville. Yeah. So I went to his house and I met the guy. Um, and he would never really remember me, but um, I remember going to watch his um, um, his master class. Um, no, he's grading for his black belts, and um, and they they, they took 1.2 million in a day. So I was like, wow. So, yeah, if you, I mean, this uh, you know, when I heard some of these stories, it's like, wow. So, but again, when you actually meet him personally, um, his integrity is very high. I, yeah. uh, I mean, I hear a lot about things, you know, it's money on tape, but you're talking about rent, We don't meet the actual guy. And he, one thing I always, I still use from him is like rewarding for the student, rewarding for the instructor, and profitable. So when I spend time with this thing, I want to make sure the student enjoys his time with me and he's learned something from it. But also, yeah. we want it for the instructor. I want to enjoy teaching that lesson. And then profitable is how do we make money? How do we take money? Do we sign them up for this? Do we ask them for this program and do that? And I use the same philosophy in life. Even when I speak to you, I want to be you to enjoy speaking to me. I also want to enjoy doing this uh, podcast, but I also yeah. want to take something away from it. It doesn't necessarily have to be financial, but it also, it can be, what did I learn? So when I go down to the pub with my friends, I can have a great conversation with them. they have a laugh. But how did I develop and grow myself? So yeah. I took what uh, Master Mills, uh, so but I don't just take it for, when I say profitable, profitable in, adult, in all aspects of your life, not just financial. But yeah. that was one of the biggest lessons I, I took from there, And I, I, I enjoy Inspiring the youngsters and coming through because maybe they didn't have the education to go for it, mm-hmm. or they believe that they they. You know, you, if you teach master like yourself, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, oh, this is why when I um, what was it, I, it was in 2000, yeah, 20 odd years ago, I bought a church. So it's a big church to build this this illusion for the guys to come out um, and show that you can have this big organization, etc. So I don't want to do that again by going to you know having to go extreme in order to get the other guys motivated right i like i realize i like running an organization i don't actually run the day-to-day running of a school yeah so so right now my inspiration is uh, i have plans for june 2023 is i want to be on a catamaran sailing around the world but i can still come back and jump on a plane to come back and teach my instructors yeah so I want to spend two to three years traveling around the world. That's what I want to do, yeah, on a Catherine, But a nice boat, yeah. But yeah. So that means I need to have some money, so which means that that goes back to the, 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 the crypto. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Wing Chun is another form of income, but I want to do it in a nice way. So it, there is money to be made in martial arts, but you have to be able to change it. I don't think you can use the system we were doing three or four years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think venues are there to be negotiated, so, some of my uh, uh, my colleagues that I know in the industry were paying premium rates and they've managed to get them down. But now the landlords are calling them up to get them back to the original money. Well, mm. you can't do that because you know, if, if you're still down by 30, 40%, you can't, and you've, you're paying your rent, you cannot go back to that type of money. Mm. So, again, they have to have that conversation and, and, and be able to say, well, no, sod it, close the school, and move somewhere else. And, uh, so I don't know how it works in the states, but it, that's how we are in the, in, um, in, in the UK. I would say, and and of course, all these lockdowns. Yes, Zoom. You can do Zoom lessons, but I don't like doing Zoom lessons.
0: <laughs> Most people don't. <laughs> Zoom is not yeah? that fun. It's not not fun. It's fun to teach a person. It's not fun to teach on Zoom.
1: No, so I've not done it. So I I, I've, uh, I actually told I taught I taught one when I was in um, um, I was in Spain and you want me to do a Zoom class and I enjoyed it, but that was one I could not do that every day. Um, yeah. um, uh, and that's, uh, so I have no interest in, in in doing it. So that's the same with uh, with crypto. I'm not I, I've, uh, all doing YouTube. I've got a few YouTube videos out there, but I'm not interested. It's not my, it's not who I am and how I come mm-hmm. across. The guys that do it and do it well, they're very good at it, but it's not it's not me.
0: Absolutely. Um, Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time. We've been on, I think, about an hour now we've been recording. So um, before we go, can you let everyone know where they can find you and you can plug your programs, like any of that stuff? Have at it.
1: Okay. If you're interested in doing Wing Chun, um, uh, then, of course, look up uh, Um, wingtuninternational.com. Obviously, I'm, I'm Andrew Cameron, Master Cameronist. I'm known to the trade. I'm on social media. Instagram and Facebook. You should find me. I'm trying to move away from Facebook, so mm-hmm. um, I'm not a fan of uh, centralized. But if you're interested in um, knowing more about crypto or we'll bring it into your into your thing, then look at straydogsinvestment.com. Just drop an email there, and, and you can find me that way. And if you're not using martial art on rail or uh, what was it called gym desk? Gym desk. Once you, can, if you're using a paid system now, uh, then you have no idea. You the only thing I would like to see is that we can do better websites, but you can do your own website if you're IT, but mm-hmm. don't put that off there. Yeah. One hundred percent the best system I've seen out there. That's why I use it all the time. Yeah. People want to go, I'll do this and do that. Once you've tried it, yeah, and you see how easy it is, especially to put in your team and train your team up, then um, then it's yeah. it's really, really easy and simple. Absolutely. We've got and, we've and got a new I've task system over. too. Yeah. I've actually enjoyed doing this uh, podcast so uh, yeah. I'm not going to be the first um, to do a podcast today
0: <laughs> awesome yeah podcasts are a lot of fun man we could do, I, I hope we can uh, do this again maybe talk some more crypto but um, awesome thank you for coming on thank you for inviting me yeah.
1: take care then. have a great have a great week and a good new year
0: yeah, you too